Hi. Welcome to Self Life Love with Dr. K. I am here once again. Thank you so much for tuning in. You know, I am, you know, so just excited about just having an opportunity to talk among listeners and just talking about topics that are important to me and just having an outlet to do that. So I appreciate you tuning in. Um, Self-life love, again, is about talking about various topics that we think about, personal challenges, thoughts, beliefs, values, just worldviews, anything that has to pertain with our mindset, things that we go through, and just the uh, beauty of life is kind of what this podcast represents. And I wanted to take some time today to reflect on loss. So this is part of the life component. And, you know, it was uh, really um, disheartening to me when I read about the uh, model, Chrissy Teigen, who was married to John Legend, and she has been so transparent in her journey of loss and of grief. And I just thought it was just the most amazing thing to do in order to um, really be that transparent with, with people as you're going through something so traumatic. And I wanted to take the time to just kind of reflect on that and just to share my own transparency with you all um, because I definitely can relate. So for those of us who don't know, um, Chrissy Teigen, who is the wife of the artist, the music artist, the musical genius, John Legend, recently experienced a miscarriage. And, you know, sometimes with celebrities, we feel as though, you know, we have some type of like relationship with them because we follow them, we hear them, we see them, we remember things that they've said in the past, we remember kind of their words just because they have so much influence. Being on an influential platform such as media, it's kind of like, how can you not? But, you know, I was really heartbroken over her story because... I too have experienced that type of loss and it is, I mean, heart crushing. It is just gut wrenching. It's so traumatic. And I know for myself, it wasn't easy and I didn't expect it. And so I think when you don't expect certain struggles and certain pains, it hurts even more. And so I just wanted to share my story in regards to that. So according to WebMD, which is one of my go-to resources, um, miscarriage, a a miscarriage is the loss of a baby before the 20th week of pregnancy. And so according to the March of Dimes, as many as 50% of all pregnancies end in miscarriage, most often before a woman even knows she's pregnant. But about 15% of known pregnancies where the woman actually knows that she's in fact, carrying uh, a live uh, heart, a live being, um, is about 15% of those pregnancies end in a miscarriage. Most miscarriages happen because the baby wasn't healthy. Maybe it just wasn't a, a viable pregnancy. 
um, it genetically it, it was abnormal. So there's really a lot of um, reasons for miscarriages, but you know, for whatever reason, it doesn't make the pain any softer. It doesn't make the the process any easier. It's really painful. And so the good thing about that is just because you have a miscarriage doesn't mean you can't have a healthy baby. And I too know about that because I in fact did have a healthy baby after two miscarriages. And so my first miscarriage, I was uh, about eight weeks. And so me and my husband knew that I was carrying a child. What I did not know, and being in my uh, 40s, I'm surprised I didn't even know this, but I always thought that when you had a miscarriage, you kind of saw the the effects of it. So for women, we would kind of see the blood. Um, We would have this pain or this sharpening of our abdominal muscles and kind of just know in advance that that this was happening. I knew nothing of a missed miscarriage, which is what it was. It is a missed miscarriage. And that's what I had. So I wasn't bleeding like Chrissy Teigen. I thought everything was okay. So here I am driving to my doctor's appointment. You know, my husband's like, let me know how it goes because he's at work. You know, having three, well, two children at the time, I was like, babe, I'm fine. Like, I can ride this by myself. You don't have to sit at every appointment with me. I'm kind of one of those women. Like, I'm like, I've been here before twice. Like, just let me do what I do. Like, let me go in there and get out. So, you know, I was thinking everything was okay. I was sitting on the table. She pulls out the ultrasound machine, puts the, you know, the the tool on my belly, you know, after she puts the, the ointment on and, you know, she's rubbing around on my stomach and we're talking and laughing and suddenly I see her face and like her smile kind of turned a little sour. You know, it, it turned a little upside down and I was like, well, doctor, um, what's wrong? Because you know, I'm a therapist, I am very good with um, nonverbal behavior and I knew something wasn't wrong. Um, and I also knew I wasn't seeing or hearing anything such as a heartbeat. And she was like, oh, well, you know, maybe it, you know, it's just kind of sometimes the machines aren't working, you know, maybe there's something going on. And after about, you know, 15 minutes of these what ifs and oh, everything's fine. She was like, um, you know, I, I, I don't hear a heartbeat. And so um, fast forward a little bit, um, there was no heartbeat. And I remember that drive home I don't even remember driving home. My complete world was a blur. I was upset. My husband was crushed. Um, Our kids were crushed. They didn't really understand because they didn't see, you know, the pregnancy. They, my belly wasn't bigger or they just had nothing to kind of go off of. There was no visual. But me and my husband, for us, it was very, very sad and I was hurt, I was grieving, Um, I was scared that I wouldn't get pregnant again. I thought maybe I stressed too much, maybe I yelled too much, maybe I cursed too much, maybe I, you know, I didn't drink any wine or anything like that. I mean, I was totally doing everything right as I thought. I'm still pretty 
physically healthy. I mean, I have a few pounds to still shed from like the first and second pregnancy, but yet I'm very strong. Like I have a really strong body. My core was fit. I was ready. Like I just knew that I could carry this baby despite my age. I knew I had it in the bag, um, but I didn't. And so, you know, a missed miscarriage is a miscarriage where the, the heartbeat starts it just stops beating and it's one of those things that can really throw you off because you don't even have a way to prepare yourself and it brings on a lot of shock a lot of uh, lack of preparation and it's just sad because you know I had to tell my family you know their responses to it they were sad I mean because we knew that this pregnancy was just going to be so healthy because I had two prior healthy pregnancies. How can this one not be? So, you know, it was painful. Um, even going through the process of waiting on it to come through and carry out, you know, because once it, the heart stops beating, my baby was still in there. So I, I had to carry a baby knowing that her, his heart had stopped beating, but yet I still had to carry life that I knew it because it, it, my baby had life before and I still carried it around until I had to carry it away. And, um, once it relieved itself from me and we parted ways, we would never part hearts. And so to my two babies up in heaven, um, mommy loves you. My second miscarriage was um, the same thing, but with the ultrasound, I knew that um, it it wasn't viable. So really the key symptoms that you see if the the fetus isn't growing at a, a pace that it should be, you know, they can measure and see kind of where you're supposed to be each week. If it's kind of slow and that was my, my symptom and the doctors don't like to really give you that news. Like, okay, I don't think this is going to work. They will try and encourage you because if you feel like it's not going to work, you're going to be stressed and that can really hinder the baby and put the baby at risk too. So I think for our sake, they keep us sane during that time. But for me, I'll always remember if my fetus is not growing the pace that it should, then it may not be viable. So fast forward to a year and a half, I became pregnant again and we had a baby, a healthy, almost 10 pound baby boy no IVF, you know, it was just created out of, of love that we had. And, um, but IVF is created out of love too, because at the end of the day, it's all about getting that baby that we love. And so I just wanted to encourage women that have experienced a miscarriage or multiple miscarriages, because there are so many women that have experienced multiple miscarriages, whether it's one at six weeks, whether it's two, you know, at, you know, eight weeks or a stillborn where you full term, that pain is pain. And a miscarriage is 
one of the most traumatic things that that we can go through. But as women like myself, we persevere because we are resilient. And you know, you keep your eye on the prize and always know that things that are meant to be will always be. And if it's in the cards to have a baby, then you will. And if not, there are options such as foster and adoption, um, surrogacy, even IVF for some women that can afford that type of, of treatment for themselves and their families, there are options. So just know that there are options and don't give up hope. Um, keep your your heart in it and it it's really worth it. But to, to the women that continue to grieve, I understand your grief and grief is a process. Uh, you, the loss of a fetus of a baby that has a heart that you hear is a loss. And so there are ways to to kind of conquer that grief. First off, always grieve and take your time to do that. Do not minimize your grief. Do not minimize the time that it takes for you to grieve. But after a certain amount of time, if you're unable to work, if your daily functioning becomes too challenging, if you're not doing things that you love to do, that, that grief and that loss has now turned into depression. And so, you know, you may have to seek counseling. You may have to look into medication management, um, but there are support groups for grief. Um, you can use a hotline, a crisis hotline. Um, I'm sure they have a hotlines where you can call just for support. I mean, and, and with us being online a lot now, there's probably Zoom meetings you can attend. I mean, whatever you can do, get on Google and do that research and get the help that you need. And for those of us who can advocate for have not only having a miscarriage, but also having a rainbow baby, which in term is a baby that occurs after a miscarriage. So for those of us that have our rainbow babies, we can encourage you that don't give up. It It's going to be in the cards for you either way, because again, you can always foster care and adopt if having your baby isn't possible. So I hope that this podcast has been helpful. I hope that this episode has been valuable for you. We will talk about grief and loss. That's in the life series. How can we not talk about grief and loss in the section of life? It's it's almost impossible. It's really something that's so challenging that can stagnate us in so many ways. But we will get through it like we always do. So you know, until we meet again, just stay strong, stay encouraged, and keep those hearts beating. Support one another, be kind, and we'll talk soon. This is Self Life Love with Dr. K. Ta da!